0: Log Talk Radio Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. Yet as revolutionary as we like to think our generation was, younger women are inspiring us with their honesty and courage in sharing their personal and sometimes painful challenges in the hopes of helping others. Today we have the immense pleasure of meeting two of them, Shannon Hale and Leigh Wynne Pham. And their book, Friends Forever, is the third and final in a series that dares to openly address the mental health issues so many of our middle school grandchildren are facing these days. Their message is an important one, and I'm thrilled to welcome both of you. Hi there, Shannon. Hi there, Lewin. Hello.
1: Thanks for having us. I know. We're happy to be here.
0: Well, I've got to say, the pleasure is definitely all mine. I want to start out by congratulating you both. The book is an incredible resource for middle school children, but as I mentioned before we went on air, I read it, I loved it, I related to it, and your message is, again, uh, you know, it's one of real challenges, but it's such a delightful read as well. So Shannon, I'd like to start with you because you are, are have been very open upon about drawing upon your own experiences and if I'm correct you got a little bit of bullying in school had some anxiety and depression and all that stuff, which again so many young people have, but you decided to share that message. So let's begin with an overview of the series and of course this wonderful book, Friends Forever.
1: Thank you so much. Yes, Real Friends was the first one, and I never thought I would write a memoir. I'm primarily a novelist, but I was watching my kids go through struggles uh, with friendship, and I had a lot of struggles with friendship and an older sister when I was their age, and I wanted to tell them about it, and their favorite kind of book at the time was graphic novels. So I thought if I wrote a memoir that was a graphic novel, They could read about my struggles and feel less alone. I didn't know that it would take off in such a big way. I've been overwhelmed by how many people feel like, wow, this is your specific experience. is like my specific experience. And we're all just (laughs) so connected because we've all been, even though we don't have the exact same circumstances, we have felt these same feelings and had similar challenges. So Real Friends is really about third to fifth grade. Best Friends takes place my sixth grade year. And the new one, Friends Forever, is eighth grade.
0: Well, and boy, as I said, I, when I was reading it, you know, it's been a few years since I was in middle school, but it brought all of that back. So this is not only a book for middle school children. Are uh, you grannies out there? Pick it up and read it first before you hand it off to your granddaughters. Lay <laughs> Wynn, you are such a talented artist. I mean, my gosh, how, I mean, how was it like to work together so closely and be able to present Shannon's story in such a colorful and delightful way.
2: You know, I'm gonna say this honestly, uh, an illustrative books is only as good as the words that they're putting out there. Uh Shannon wrote such a compelling story that I just attached to so quickly. Uh besides the fact that we're really good friends in real life as well, uh these stories just made me understand Shannon from a much better angle as kids. And you know, it turns out that I have very similar experiences to her. And I, I felt sort of a responsibility to make sure that what was coming out in the page was truly how she felt, truly how so many kids feel in those situations. Um, it's it's a tough thing to do. Graphic novels are definitely really hard for both the writer and the illustrator. Um, the illustrator mostly because there's just a whole lot of drawings to do, and mm. there's, there's no escaping in yeah. them. There's not a, a panel that you can sort of do okay, and it doesn't. all the yeah. images have to work, or else it becomes unbelievable. It pulls you out. So... It's a it's a lot of work, but in the end, um, because I'm trying so hard to make sure that I'm representing Shannon well, I think it, it definitely pulls my game up to, 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 to want to draw better, to want to express the emotions better, understanding that kids, they're, they're going to get half of the story through the illustrations. Shannon can't write. Uh, Shannon sat down and was depressed and sad because her friend did this. You have to draw that. You have to show that, and it becomes a a challenge to try to communicate things that are nonverbal, and, and that's really what Miss what Graphic Novels does. It's such a difficult medium and such a rewarding medium at the same time.
0: Well, LeWin, if I might say, you nailed it. You nailed it. And actually both of <laughs> you did. And this question is to, <laughs> to both of you. You mentioned your friends. So tell us how your friendship began because, boy, not only did you blend your talents, but this had to have been a very intimate back and forth.
1: Oh, you know, I think the friendship is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I could have done this with
2: just anybody. I I keep thinking of, I've I've done other graphic novels, and the intimacy that we have in the making of of these books, its it's, one, it's brought us closer as friends, for sure, because we have to discuss so much of what's happening. It's almost like we had to give therapy to each other growing
1: up as a (laughs) 13-year-old. For sure, yeah. It it really was. But I think this was such a hard this was such a hard book for me to write. To have a to have a companion in that. Yeah. I think this would have been really hard to write as a novel. Because when when I knew I was writing to Le Win, to my best friend, on the other side of that page, I knew she was going to catch me gently in her hands and hold my heart in her hands and take care of me. And I think it uh-huh. reads to the audience like If I were to write this in the novel, it would have a different feeling. In a graphic novel, knowing that someone else illustrated it, you know that not only is you're learning little Shannon's story, but you're seeing that someone cared enough to spend exhaustive hours, months and months, illustrating every facial expression. And you know that there's already compassion and love and acceptance of this story. And I think kids can feel that. They can feel they win compassion for little Shannon and her troubles. And they feel it for themselves. It makes it easier for them to feel compassion for themselves.
2: Yeah, and to an extent, I think Shannon even had to push me further because I'm, I'm, so, I'm so protective of my friend. I want to be able to draw her in the most empathetic way possible. And Shannon, as the author would come in, and she'd have to put on her author hat and say, you're being too nice to me in this illustration. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a little meaner to me here. You have to show me as I really was. If you don't to, there you go. <laughs>
0: To say, as one of my favorite parts of the reader actually came at the end of the book when both of you shared very intimate details. You know, the the story, of course, was wonderful, and the you know, again, the illustrations incredible. But I also really appreciated your honesty at the end of the book, and and then the the photographs you shared of, you, of yourselves in middle school and all. It was just, I mean, it, it like I say, it's a it's a book for all ages. It truly is. But I want to say too, I know you've been getting a lot of praise from literary critics and all that, but the most meaningful praise of all has probably come from the young people that are reading your books. So what have some of your readers told you about how your books have affected them?
2: Uh, you know, I'm going to am because Shannon doesn't do this for whatever reason, but I've gone on tour a lot, and whenever I go on tour with Shannon, and we tour into these books specifically, the kids that come up and they're, you know, they're emotional and they're hanging on to these dog-eared versions of the book that you know they've read so many times over. Um, I'm watching Shannon. I'm I'm really protective of Shannon but there was, I remember one time we went into a bookstore and there were a group of kids and they were all sitting, you know, anxious for Shannon to start talking and Shannon asked the question, like, so how many of you guys have read the book? And you could see all the kids raising their books up. Some of them have been read so many times and it was just overwhelming. Shannon started to cry and and I had to step in and just protect her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was, it, I, I think it's, it's got it is it is so overwhelming amazing. it was like well these books are me opening up my heart and exposing myself at my most vulnerable and that's a scary thing kids that are the age of of I was in the book like except little Shannon it was it was honest you know it was like this honest reaction that really overwhelmed me and uh, gave me so much hope I think I just love kids so much, (laughs) and this has been such a rough couple of years for kids and teens. Um, I, I feel like the best thing we can do for them is give them books where we're saying we see you, we validate your feelings, you are enough as you are, you know, be kind to yourself, treat yourself as you would treat your best friend.
0: Oh, my gosh. This ten minutes has just flown by. And speaking of crying, I'm about in tears to you. have inspired me so much. <laughs> I just want to thank both of you. I know you've got a lot of people to talk to today, so I won't keep you longer, but I could for sure because it really it was a delightful read for children of all ages, I will say. So thank you again for sharing your thoughts, your creativity, and your wonderful message with us. Oh, thank you
2: so much. Yeah. You are a delight. That's very kind of you. It's <laughs> so much fun to answer this clip. Well
0: <laughs> Back at you. And, hey, we're all out of middle school now, so we can just relax. (laughs) Anyway, I I wish you both continued great success with not only this novel, but especially Friends Forever. And please, all you listeners out there, check it out. Believe me, this book is a compelling read, but it's also filled with humor, warmth, and wonderfully colorful illustrations. It is the perfect book to share with the young girls in your life, especially those grandchildren. So until next time. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of Fifty Radio, and I'll catch you later. Bye bye.